Hello everyone, welcome to our podcast, the best podcast in Sterling Heights, Michigan. Yes, sir. How are you all? This is Lorraine here, and I'm here with my friend Atom Preet Singh. All right, this is May 1st, 2019, and Laura has decided to change her name to Lorraine <laughs> for today's podcast. Today we want to talk about some of my articles that I've been writing lately and one of them was called Has Marriage Killed the Love? And the other one was called Dating a Game of Power? Question mark. So Laura, you just read my articles recently. So which one do you want to talk about first? And then we can see where we go. I think I want to talk about first the, the second date one. Okay. Or, or the non, the, non-second date. D- dating, <laughs> dating one. So, when I messaged you today earlier, what we want to talk about, I told you I want to talk about the second date, because people talk about the first date. The first date being, you know, really critical and important, and they want to plan it and they're nervous about it. But really, nobody talks about the second date. It's so it's really interesting to me how. Something that happened to me recently has shaped my attitude about dating overall. So I went out to, uh-huh. on a date with this with, <coughs> Ru- with Russian girl. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was really like any everything that I wanted it to be. It was fun. The ambience was great. We had Indian food and it was delicious and she liked it. And... Uh, she, I was able to have a proper dialogue and my conversation <coughs> and I was make I was able to make her laugh and she laughed on all the jokes that was she was supposed to and uh, <laughs> uh-huh. so I so I kind of thought that that went well and still I wasn't able to get a second date with her okay here I'm gonna stop you okay, okay? and Actually, I suggest you to watch a show called uh, The Affair, which I think it's very interesting because I don't want to spoil, I don't want to give any spoiler, Mm -hmm. but uh, it kind of shows how a guy sees uh, an event, an event or an experience and how a girl sees the same experience. Oh. And it's completely opposite sometimes like oh. you might you as a guy s- can see one thing and you think that something is happening mm-hmm. and from the girl's side she is experience, experiencing a whole different um story okay so this this show is really interesting because actually in some of the in, in some of the events or or situations he thinks that she's wearing a, an outfit and she's actually wearing a different outfit. Like her, her dress is not as short, and he as he pick as he pictures it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like the I perspective. I see what you're saying. The perspective the, and what you're really focusing on. So, for example, I could be focusing on her shoulders and her hair, and she might be focusing on totally different things about yeah. herself. So yeah, I get it. and it, this is only you right now only mention like physical things but also she could be like you were focusing on for example the laughs right Mm -hmm. maybe she was not focusing on that maybe she was focusing on the 
uh, like serious conversation. I don't know because mm -hmm. you you still in this in this um, stage of dating. Like mm -hmm. first date, you honestly you don't know thing about the other person, right? That's why you start dating. So, just I just wanna I I just want you to know that I think that that's that's pretty accurate. So the mm -hmm. things that you're saying, it's how you saw that date. But she probably had a different experience, mm -hmm. just because of the perspective. So. Again, I understand. I totally agree. A man and a woman, we are two different species, literally. Like, we see things differently. What I'm saying is, what I learned from this experience is that not to really get my hopes up just because I had a, a fun time on date one. Because that's what really bothered me and wasted my time. Because after having a successful first date, it took me two weeks or let's say... A text here and there every three four days for a period of two weeks to realize that she wasn't interested in pursuing this further so because I had so high expectations I was really too attached to the expectation that this was going to go somewhere mm -hmm. and it spoiled my mood so what I'm saying is moving forward it's not the first date that's critical for me. It's the second or the third or maybe until we really get comfortable knowing each other and understanding that this is something real. So I think it's not only about the second date, but what what is happening between the first and the second. That's okay. also very important, I think. All right. So how do you how do you lead or lead? How did I approach her? How do you let the conversation to the second date? How do you get to that point? So do you ask right away for the second date? Or how do you do? Like, do you text? How how does that happen? Well. Because I think that's really important. Because hmm. sometimes I think that uh, if you put yourself out there too much... Like for the second date, mm -hmm. the girl might take it like, oh no, he's too interested. Like, no, no. I understand. And it's possible that I don't have it figured out. And that's why I pushed her away or something. It's also possible that I don't have a very solid uh, way of asking her. Like, for example, I know some words that I shouldn't have used probably, which are like, when do you think uh, you want to hang out again? Or when are you free again? Something like that. So just I think using the word hang out is probably too casual. And she might have been expecting me to properly ask her out. I think that maybe... I don't think this was a waste of time. Okay. Because now you're figuring out all these things. That I think they're, they're really important in order for mm -hmm. ha having um, a second date. With, with the next uh, girl. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that it's like it's critical how do you how you ask for the second date and how you uh, how do you text the girl mm -hmm. during the first and the second. Okay. So what do you expect? What are your expectations? And how do you like it to be? So this is only from my perspective, I'm not, you know, how, how weird am I and how 
different I am. I, I am from other girls. But from from my experience, what I like is that if I had a good time mm-hmm. in the first date, I kind of like to get to the first date. I think the guy needs to push a little, push a little bit, or mm-hmm. to to be, yeah, to pu- to push a little bit to get that first date. Mm-hmm. Ask properly. Mm-hmm. So for the second date, between the first and the second, I would like the guy to be more reserved. Is that the the word or more? Um, not too out there like not too okay. um just like um a little bit uh, casual you mean not like too much in your face exactly and i wouldn't like him to be texting me much because like in the first date he kind of showed me like the ju- the jewel he is mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so now that i saw him as the jewel he is mm-hmm. I don't want him to keep like uh to text me all the time. Like I'm I, I want to now do a little bit of work to get to see the jewel. Like, so the so I think it's at some like back and forth and that's for me. Yeah, that's okay? why I call it the dating a game of power. What I what I think you're saying is you don't want her him to be powerless and just like uh, make it a life and death situation if you don't go out on the second date like he's gonna be upset or he you want him to be a cool dude that's what you're saying really i want him to be a cool dude i want him to show me in the first date what an amazing guy he is Mm -hmm. and then i need to do like some kind of pursue pursuing pursuing so you don't want to be chased is that what you're saying for the first one yeah I'm telling you, I'm telling you, it's like a back and forth. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I like to be pursued or to be chased at first Mm -hmm. because, yeah, I think that's, uh, I like that. Personally, Mm -hmm. I like that. Mm -hmm. But then when I see the gem he is, then I would like him to be like uh, Mm -hmm. respectful about how wonderful he is. Mm -hmm. That he's not gonna be like, hey, can can I see you again? Hey, hey, like that. Okay. Be- so let's that- let's quickly talk about the ideal first date. Mm-hmm. So what do you like for a first date? Right now, I think that I've changed. I've changed a lot, mm-hmm. but now in my American adult life, okay, I would like to go, uh, maybe to a cool bar mm-hmm. uh, and get some drinks. Around what time? Around 6-ish, 7-ish. Okay, Friday, 7 o'clock, be ready. I'll be there. To uh. be <laughs> <laughs> right. So, okay, let's come back to that. 7 o'clock. So, what about uh, dinner then? Do you expect the guy to take you to a place where you possibly will eat or it's like a bar and you don't expect him to feed you? So for me, this is this is the like the ideal, the ideal first date. So mm-hmm. I wanna hang out with the guy mm-hmm. because you don't know him. Yeah. You know this is this is in the in in the case that you're not friends with this guy. Mm-hmm. So this is the guy that you're just just meeting, him. Just meeting right? Mm-hmm. So I would like to go with this guy to a bar and have some drinks, maybe 
in the bar, like at yeah. the bar, at the bar. At the bar. Uh-huh. Um, and if he likes me and I like him, then maybe we can like do you want to grab something to eat here or do you want to like do you want to have dinner here or something mm-hmm. so because you don't know like what if this girl is super annoying and it's like super boring and this guy is like mm-hmm. you don't like him then it's just drinks okay you know something I gotta go tomorrow I work really early and you leave you know okay makes sense and I wouldn't like it to be on Fridays Okay, that's, so maybe, that's important. Yeah, I don't think Fridays because then you don't have the excuse of tomorrow I need to wake up early. But if you do it on Wednesday, mm-hmm. then at seven, okay, then you have two hours at nine. You can call the call the night if you're not if you're not liking it. If or, you're not or liking go until eleven midnight. Exactly. If you're liking it. Yeah. That's, but that's but still then not too late. Okay. Exactly. But then you'll have the excuse, right? And mm-hmm. the girl, you give the girl the chance also to have the excuse mm-hmm. if she wants to leave. So that's how my ideal date would be. Mm-hmm. Just so drinks and, and... Yeah, it's also possible that I messed it up in my case because I asked her out for lunch. And then she agreed instantly almost. Like because I told her, I sent her a message the night before, like around 10. And then next morning I reminded her and then we met for lunch. It was just easy. I don't like lunch because I don't know. It's not romantic. Is that what it is? I don't know. No, I think it is romantic. But when you when you already know that the that that you're having fun or that you you like this girl. No, but we hadn't established that. This was the first date. Exactly. For lunch. That's why I don't like first dates. For lunch. For lunch, because then you don't give the like. You need to stay till you finish what you're eating Mm -hmm. to leave the place. And then, what's wrong with that? What, like, what, why, why, what if you're getting bored with this person? Ah, okay. So then you need to remain seated and look at this boring face. Hmm. You know? I don't like, I don't, I don't. And also, I think that that can lead to misinterpretations because you have no, well, you always have an option to leave. But it should, like, it's not okay. So then you need to stay mm-hmm. till both finish their dishes. And, and Indian food, you know, it's not only the main dish, but the dessert and the next main dish. And you eat like, <laughs> like you know. Okay. So, I yeah, I think that for, that would be my suggestion for, your, suggestion for your next first date. Just go to, not a club. Mm-hmm. But to a bar, regular, like, cool bar. There's a bar in Ferndale. Uh, Imperial. Imperial, you know. That's, and, that's my go-to first date place. Yeah, I think it's good, <laughs> but not to sit and have, have dinner. Or have drinks at the bar, you mean? Yeah, okay. just like, oh, do you want to, yeah, let's have a drink. You drink a little bit. And also because, let's be honest, alcohol can help to... Calm down the nerves. Yes. Loosen up. Okay. Yeah, to I lose see up. what you're saying. So I think that's that would be my ideal first date. And you drive separately? Would you prefer to drive separately? Well, well, that depends on that depends on the girl. But you can put it like, do you wanna do you want me to pick up or should I see you there? Like, mm-hmm. always giving the opportunity to the girl to say like, yeah, I'll see you there, or like, or, or no, please pick me up. Okay. But not being like. 
pushy like yeah i'll pick you up at no no or mm-hmm. no you give mm-hmm. always the two options got it i well that's that's how i would like it to be all right i will keep in mind when i'm ready <laughs> <laughs> and yeah and when you are ready miss so laura what, lorraine lorraine i like the lorraine lorraine is the dating guru yeah Oh. <laughs> we're going to bring back Lorraine for a future episode. Yeah. And we're going to talk about my dating adventures next time. Yes. And uh, now yes. let's talk about my world travel plans and where we are with that. Okay. Right? Uh-huh. Bring it on. So, I applied for the US passport last week. Woohoo. I got it done the second day after I became citizen, obviously. And um, I've started to look at my expenses and my savings and potential savings. So apart from the money that I have in stock market which I don't want to talk about and just I want to leave it there. Yeah. I think I need about $40,000 in savings outside of that. So actually there's another thing to it. I think I would have to sell my condo because it's just going to sit here. If I'm going to travel I have to sit here. Uh, like I can't just keep paying for something that I'm not using. Mhm. So that's going to get me like $50,000 as well. So I think the money part is okay. The only thing that I'm thinking right now is that I love my job for some reason right now. It's so easy. <laughs> so why and how I will convince myself to pull the trigger and go travel for one year or more whatever. that's the dilemma i have so what i'm thinking is i'm going to keep doing the planning and i'm going to keep uh, getting excited about it and hopefully in 4 months i will definitely have too much work and not wanting to do it and the boredom or whatever and then something you'll... may go wrong and then i will be able to justify making this trip yeah that's what, where my mind is right now okay well that's 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 okay too yeah yeah I think that's okay. But one thing that's happening is that now that become, I'm becoming very serious about it, I'm becoming more and more conscious of how I spend my money here. More conscious? Even more. Fuck me. No way. Really, right? So so how is it going to go because now I'm sacrificing my present life for a somewhat future life that may or may not ever happen. Well, you know, so should I not worry about that and just spend my money no matter what because well, it's like a trade off you know I honestly are you going to be spending your money no matter what i don't think like naturally you'll be able to do that but, but now i don't that think i'm becoming even more yeah well i don't think you need to become even more like i think that how you are it's fine it's you <laughs> it's fine like you're you're no because remember we talked about the dating thing the other day like setting a budget for dates and just being okay with that so that's becoming hard but anyway i don't even have anybody to take out on a date so i can't say for sure that i'm not willing to spend money on dates i just don't have anybody to take right now if you see a girl that really interests you interests you mm-hmm. um do it yeah Don't think about it. To be honest, for this Russian girl, I I wasn't really that much interested in spending and asking out her out for dinner. I wasn't. I don't able. think I don't think that should stop you though. I don't think that should stop you because. What do you mean? I shouldn't 
be hesitant even if I'm not interested in the girl? No, of course you need to be interested in the girl in order to have like a first date, you know? But that's also, I think that's a really good um, part of my first date suggestion that I'm giving you because you're not buying, like you're not buying the dinner if you're just having drinks and then you'll know is this the girl that I like? If it's not, then you know something. I gotta go early tomorrow. So then you're just gonna. So the guy spend can pull that excuse too. You think? For sure. And then the girl is gonna be like, oh, I want him. Aha. <laughs> <laughs> uh -huh. All right, Laura. You and me drinks only Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> See you at seven. <laughs> and then I will leave you there hanging after the first drink. <laughs> no, I mean, if if really she doesn't like, if she don't, if you don't like her. Uh, like physical well of course you're gonna like it physically if you but maybe if you're a man you're gonna like her physically <laughs> no no no, no. <laughs> if you're if you're already asking her for a date right but maybe mentally no, to be honest let, let me clarify that when i asked her out the russian girl i had seen her in curly hair the day before and i didn't like her that much but i still convinced myself okay it's indian buffets i like it anyway i'm gonna go there so she came there with straight hair and I really liked her there. So it's like, you know, you never know with these fucking girls, man. They can change their look <laughs> in an instant. Like and they're from, a different person. Of course. From curly hair to straight hair. Yeah. Well, I don't know. My suggestion is that one. Don't go for dinners. Don't go for lunch. Don't go. Don't go for breakfast. Don't go for brunch. Just go, for, go for the fucking margaritas, man. I'm telling you, that's margaritas. the way to go. <laughs> all, right, all right, all right. Yeah, and, buy and her a margarita. How much is gonna cost? Seven, seven bucks. Okay. Nine. I'll, I'll give you the. I'll give like it's really like for seven bucks, and then you'll know. Like, is this girl like cool? Am I willing to spend more time with her? Yeah. Well, after three margaritas, I think. It's a, doesn't matter what girl it is. Well, but if you're if you're already having three margaritas, it's because obviously there's some kind of conversation. You're not gonna be only drinking for drinking, right? So, mm -hmm. I I think that you should go for drinks with the following girl. Don't put I I think, and this goes not only for you but for the whole uh for the men men hearing this. Don't put yourself out there too much. Mm -hmm. Like try the girl. So the girls, the girls like to seek too, you know. We we like to uh, pursue. We like to chase a little bit. Okay. Not to see the girl, the the guy like um, to. Uh, how how can I say it? like uh, too available? Hmm. Okay. Well, I I see. Actually, Not texting all the time. So if a girl like, it's and it is a game of power. Like it yeah. definitely is. For me, it, it is... Thanks for agreeing with me for a change. Giving um, me the power. <laughs> <laughs> for this podcast, because next podcast... <laughs> I'm going to whoop your ass, boy. <laughs> yeah. All right, so we're going to call this podcast Dating Advice by Lorraine. And just to... Just to... Um, to merge this topic with the next one from your... Um, from from my article from your article i think marriage i don't i don't know honestly if it's sort of the same like if, if this this game of like power, power mm -hmm. still 
still works mm -hmm. in marriage because I don't know, like I think it might it might keep. So I'm gonna tell you about uh, a back and forth that happens in marriages, and I think most of our listeners and you will agree with this. Okay. So the reason why people fight in marriages or in any relationship is when you start to love somebody, you become vulnerable. You are actually giving away a little bit of your power to other person, right? So when you do that, your mind starts to become afraid. And then you get angry at that person or you find or pick a reason to be angry at that person, pick a fight. So you can back off a little bit and regain that power. So basically, your closest friend or a lover is also your enemy. And there is a book of uh, somebody wrote on this, an an intimate enemy. Oh, that that sounds really kinky. <laughs> <laughs> Everything sounds kinky to you, Laura. When no. I'm sitting in front of you, I know. No, but this really like. I've never thought about it like that. So basically, never. the love... This is really interesting. And the fights. It's like a constant battle. And when the woman cries, she gets points. She gets her power back. Then you give her the love. And then again, woman is bickering on you. And then you say, I'm sorry. You do what she wants you to do. And then because after doing what she wants you to do for a long time, then you start to resent her. And then you get angry at her. And that's the cycle so basically if I ha if there is a happy marriage out there then they have basically found the perfect amount of balance between the vulnerability and the love and also feeling the power themselves so do you think that that balance comes with um with some kind of guide from I don't know, maybe spiritual guide from the religion they're they're in, or maybe from the maybe from a psych a psych a psycho psychologist, maybe from a psychologist or a therapy, a couple therapy therapy, or maybe that comes just because how they were, like how they are mm -hmm. by nature and nurture. So, I so what I'll do you tell think? You, I'll, I'll tell you more things about how the idea of love is misconceived in the universe. And again, it's not my original thoughts, but I think it makes sense. What we think and what marriage actually is, is two people who weren't comfortable being with themselves. Now, just warning a company of somebody else. Because if you think about it, why why don't we like being alone? Because we haven't really accepted the way we are, the person we are. So we want somebody else to complete us. But really, that person is also wanting the same. And in the end, we both, two halves come together and they multiply and they become one by four. Not half plus half equal to one. Because you're eating up each other's energy and brain. So that's what I'm saying. The What if the idea was that the love is not going to come from other person? I guess the idea that you are lovable to everybody that's around you. 
Am I? No. <laughs> I, I'm not talking about you. I'm I'm saying what if we were loving and we were loved for the way we are in the universe in general all the time. Oh my god, this is a very high uh high level topic. High level concept that you're sharing here with us man today. Today it's this, all right, is, then. this is really a high level gonna, concept. Yeah. Maybe we'll uh, revisit this together. Yeah, because um so maybe that that's not what you're uh talking about, but I just remember that I saw a video in YouTube mm-hmm. which from a channel that I really recommend you to to watch if you haven't that it's the school of life have you the school of life or the yeah, school the, of greatness the school of life okay i didn't know about that so it's a super cool channel when you where you can uh see like videos that talk about relationships and talk about culture and talk about uh mm-hmm. literature and politics so it's really cool and it's like short videos of maybe like 10 minutes okay. that really can uh share new thoughts and new um, historic and cultural uh, i don't know so what uh, what's your point mm-hmm. i was just trying to share the knowledge uh, with our with our listeners and with you too okay and now my point is that I saw in these videos mm, something that you can like it's not that there is one partner that's right for you out there mm-hmm. but that it can be anyone like you can match perfectly with anyone okay how I'm going to send you the video because right now I don't know how to explain it because I don't I, that's not how I say like I know for for my experience that I do not match with so you don't nearly know how to apply this principle in your life whatever you no. watched yeah but n- now that you said like you're love like you're lovable or you said something you like you be that. lovable and then you love everybody you can love anybody that's the the way that, that's the you can love anybody in a romantic way hmm but maybe they are two different concepts yeah no for sure no that's what i'm telling you we it's too different we have to review different. them offline and then yeah maybe we can bring that topic to next next uh podcast but do you know any couple that are like that have this balance do you know them do i know a happy couple no uh-huh. i don't do you okay so i do not know the perfect balance but i know the couple that are almost there i think and who are they these are my uncle and my aunt mm and i think they complement each other in a perfect way but how often have you spent time with them well i spent i spent enough time with them enough, to make yeah. this judgment okay yes all right and also i think that that idea of marriage and love that i see in them as in some ways uh giving me hope like that that can happen that can actually happen mm-hmm. but in some others give gives me like this really high standard of what a relationship sh- relationship should should be oh so that's the standard that you want for yourself in yeah, some ways yeah so maybe so maybe it's good because i know that that exists but in in like opposite to that it also 
kind of uh, makes me a little bit hesitant to commit because I would like to get there. I would like to have this balance that you were talking about. Okay. Well, we should go meet your aunt and uncle and then we can talk about how this balance can be achieved. Yeah, actually, I would, I would really like to talk. I w that's what I was asking. Do you know any couple? Because then I would really like to to crack like the code. I want to crack the code and see what, what is there that is making them match, like truly match. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, for the people of the podcast world, I am a little distracted by the energy that Laura is bringing to this conversation. <laughs> And my mind was uh, somewhere else. But I think uh, that's it for today. We should wrap up. Did you like the podcast today? Um, the one that we just created? Yeah, yeah of I, course. Yeah, me too. I think this was pretty... Uh... I would say this was second best after the one episode that you lost for... <laughs> Which we couldn't share with our audience yet. The episode three. Yeah, but this one, this one is. I think it's really good. Uh, I like the energy back and forth again. Mm -hmm. This power. The the oh, also this is a game of power. The power couple the, that we are. <laughs> the game power of the podcast. I would like mm -hmm. it to be called like that. So, yeah, I really like this podcast. Um, so it's episode six. Yeah, and also. This is episode six, and also I don't know. Maybe we should talk about this after the podcast, but we should really um, start figuring out how can we share this. Share the podcast. With share more the people with more people because I think it's like for example the topics. I don't know listeners out there, but I think that it's really cool the way we talk, the way we express ourselves. Of course, Lara. <laughs> and if it's with video and you're wearing some nice, interesting clothes, it will sell a little mm, bit more. Oh, that's <laughs> illegal. That that can that can be called por uh, porn. Porn. So porn no. cast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna high five on that, and then that's it for today. Adios from Atampreet and Lauren, the oh, dating guru. Adieu. Adios.